This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. It's Thursday, and we are here recording the sickest Arizona Cardinals podcast with eight 49ers guests today. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get into it. Turn up your volume, because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Kelly Singh. The sickest Arizona Cardinals podcast. It's gonna be sick. Sick, sick, sick. Hello, friends. I am here with my coworker Dougie Fresh, who you can find if you want to on Twitter at Kick in the Bits. He's not super active, but he's I try here. to be. You I try to be. be. You want to be? I, Do you? I want to be. Well, being here, especially since we've ramped up marketing, um, we have like all these crazy social media things happening, I can imagine that it would make you kind of want to participate more. Well, I'm experiencing a case of FOMO, and I see, you know, what you guys are doing, and I just want to be a part of it. So I want to be out there, but I need to step up my content game, so. Well, speaking of content... We'll talk a little bit more about The Office. I know that you have been instrumental in helping to plan some of The Office pranks. Office pranks, yes. Uh, I mean, what's what's a, a fun work environment without a little bit of laughter, right? So, um, you know, we've been talking about Office pranks for about six months now. And creating a list of, like, different things that you can do, researching it, and, uh, you know, deciding what is appropriate and what would get the maximum amount of laughter and and ultimately that's what it's all about is creating a fun work environment and then also having those memories remember that time and uh yeah i have been the victim of two of these pranks starting out yes (laughs) (laughs) um and they are fun i'm having fun i i actually don't hate them i think they're they're a good time like you said it creates a really good work environment and to be fair you're not the target right you just by happenstance give us the best reactions (laughs) i'm sure that doesn't surprise any of you or my production crew because i don't have any sort of poker face or filter right 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 (laughs) Um, so you'll have to check out the, I'm doing a shameless little plug for the at Trophy Smack, uh, Instagram, where these pranks have been posted as well as on LinkedIn. I share them on LinkedIn every oh, now okay. and then. Mm-hmm. Okay. We've had an air horn incident. We've had an air gun, like those ones that like blow things off. Yep. We've had terrible jelly beans. I don't think fake poop has gone live yet. 
Um, I, I just saw the final product yesterday, so that one's a good one, though. That one's the best. Yeah. We, we do have a couple of things coming down the line, including uh, the One Chip Challenge. Um, we have some ideas with uh, Saran Wrap. That I said that out. to death. <laughs> <laughs> Saran Wrap. Yeah. All right. We, we got some stuff coming down, so stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, we'll get into football now. You have your 49ers belt made. I know a bunch of the team has headed to San Francisco to watch 49ers games here and there. Um, well, maybe not a bunch, but several. Like uh, One of our coworkers, Eric, went last week, yep. took the belt, got some great pictures. Yep. I heard you planning a little rendezvous. Well, I have season tickets, so I can go to any game that I want, any home game. Um, but due to travel restrictions, you know, like how far it is and the time that it takes to get up, uh, typically I'll try to sell them. Uh, my wife and I will pick maybe one game, two games a season to go up to. Um, and, and, you know, when you plan these things out, it's more for like a mini vacation, mm -hmm. right? Like you're going to experience the game. Eric, on the other hand, wanted to take or he wanted to go to the game for business purposes. So we created this belt, this really dope Kings Don't Have Rivals and uh, probably doesn't need explaining on an Arizona Cardinals <laughs> podcast why Kings Don't Have Rivals. But we created the belt so he could take it and show it off for business purposes. So that was kind of the idea. And then when he came back with the responses, the positive responses that he got back, it kind of just pushed the envelope of what else can we do so there'll probably be some things with the last five remaining home games that we have where we probably try to set something up to get more trophy smack visibility around levi stadium so uh only one of us is going to be happy on yes. victory tuesday yes <laughs> Yes. I will have it to be back in Phoenix yes. because it's the week of Thanksgiving. It will give you a couple of weeks to cool down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay, I'll let you have that. Um, but you'll wear your gear. I um, got I a little bit of ribbing on Monday because I wasn't wearing Cardinals gear. I wore it on Tuesday for the show. I'm very, I'm very particular about when I wear my team gear. And if they lose, I won't wear anything 49ers for the week. And that's their punishment for letting me down. <laughs> um, no, but... Yeah, I'm I'm very proud. I'm I'm a huge 49er fan, been so my entire life. Um I'm very much involved with what's happening with the team and uh, you know, fantasy purposes and, and things like that. Um so yeah, when they lose it, it hurts and you know, that's my way of expressing it by not wearing anything 49ers for the week. Putting them in timeout. Timeout is what they get. Well, luckily, we both had to you know, a little victory yeah. Monday, and victory I was, Tuesday. I was wearing 49er gear Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> the one day I didn't wear anything 49ers, you asked me to be. Today. Yeah. So. That's so funny. I'm um, still wearing red. Though. You are. He's wearing red and black, and he has his belt. Um, but, yeah, I didn't wear anything on Monday because I have limited wardrobe when I'm traveling. Right. But I had my hail, 
Murray sweatshirt yesterday. Right. Even though Murray didn't play, I just really like that sweatshirt. Hey, you know, that's your quarterback. You gotta, yeah. you gotta, you gotta support him. And when we talk about being sad over losses, I told you that I'm not really sad anymore because there's been plenty of losses this mm -hmm. season and last, the end of last season. Mm -hmm. um, we had nine, I believe, straight home games lost. That streak was broken this year, luckily. Those are tough times. It is a tough time. Yeah. And then I've started to just celebrate the wins and the exciting portions. So it seems to me your attitude towards the Cardinals is that your expectations are here, <laughs> but your excitement for wins go up here. That's true. That's very accurate. So if they lose, they don't meet your expectations. So there's not really any disappointment. That's true. I think the only time I'm super disappointed is when it's an obvious thing. Like I know, um, I think it was two games ago, um, Rondale Moore was getting tons of passes, which was great because I'm a huge Rondale fan. But at the same time, I was thinking we really should be getting the ball to Hopkins more, uh, make a little more progress down the field. So sometimes those things can be disappointing. Okay. When I think of a disappointment. Okay. Um, injuries are disappointing. Injuries Super are huge. sad. Yes. Zach Ertz out for the season. Yes. That's a big bummer. Um, but I did, we had talked to, we both play fantasy and DFS. Yep. And so we discuss every now and then who's on the injury reports of what teams. Yep. So uh, Kyler is back this week, not on the injury not report. Not on the injury report. Marquise Brown, not on the injury report. Oh, really? mm -hmm. Okay. So you're saying you're going to put a squad for the field on Monday. I'm saying there will be a full squad right. on the field, I, other than our tight end position, but um, I still think that's going to work out. That's good. I mean, that just makes the game harder for game planning when you have all those weapons. Um, you know, I'm proud to say that the 49ers are relatively healthy on the offensive side, so yes. we should have a squad out there that could put forth the best effort. Um, defense, we're a little banged up, but... We'll see. I, think I mean, I got that for you. I did pull that out. Kinlaw, mm -hmm. Armstead. Yep. Uh, Kinlaw will not play this week. Nope. Um, he's also, even if he was healthy, it says, uh, Shanahan says that with altitude, he's got some altitude sickness. Yes, he does. So it would not be worth playing him anyway. Yep. And then Armstead, um, it says that. They're going to see how Thursday's practice goes. Yeah. What What are your thoughts on these international games and how it affects? I mean, like changing time zone time zones is mm -hmm. bad enough for these yeah. guys, but you're changing like half days, full mm -hmm. days. You know, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I only change one hour now yeah. between Phoenix <laughs> and here, and. Uh, this trip here, I came from Vegas, so I had three different changes and could not sleep. Yep. At last night, after two weeks, was my first good night of sleep. So I cannot imagine the stress on the body of an athlete yep. traveling tons of zones. Yeah. Mexico, well, Mexico not is so bad. Well, Mexico is different because it's not time zone, it's right. elevation. elevation. Mexico City is the highest altitude city mm -hmm. or metropolitan city i mean it's it's way up there mm -hmm. 
And then we have Germany, we have uh, Europe, yeah. London. And they're talking about um, expanding. So my thoughts are, and this may sound crazy, if you guys want to come at me, that's fine. My thoughts are that these cities and countries that want to participate yeah. start to develop their own teams. Yep. So I would say that they can compete. And it's similar, I'm going to throw this out there, similar to PGA, okay. where you earn points in a sense. Okay. So they can play in their regions, and then the victors of those regions okay. play for the Super Bowl. There's playoffs. I think it could be different once you get to a playoff situation. Okay. That's kind of where I'm at. Okay. I mean, I, I love the idea of expanding, you know, the fandomness of professional football overseas. Yeah. And obviously, from a business standpoint, there's money to be made. Uh, but at what point, though, do you consider, like, the impacts on health? Yeah. Right? I mean, right now, it's huge that there's this big push for the artificial turfs and, and what that does to players. And it seems like that's going to be the next docket on the CBA. But, you know, having these guys travel mm -hmm. internationally right. on a regular basis, it's one thing to do it once a season, right. but to do it multiple times and then to... No, yeah. It's, I, I don't know what to think of it. Like, it's, it's crazy. I think it's crazy, too. I'm not, I am not a fan of these expanding internationally and expecting U.S. teams or vice versa yeah. if there were teams in other countries to come here on the regular yeah. and compete. I think the only way that can happen is kind of like I said, they create in a different conference. Own. Yeah, different conferences. That's a great word. That's yeah. the appropriate word. Yeah, yeah. And then having those kind of feed in yeah. to the Super Bowl. Right. And, and I mean, it used to be, you know, when you I think it is still now where NFC teams only play one conference of afc mm -hmm. teams yeah. and maybe you know if you play that one conference of the efl efc mm. <laughs> european football conference european. the efc right you go there for a month and then you play those four teams back to back then you oh, come that's back such a good idea having an extra bye week or whatever mm -hmm. like to readjust i don't know I'm just, i don't know either but I think there's something in that. Think how long, like, some of the other sports seasons are in comparison to football. Yep. And I think if we thought of it that way, expanded the season, yep. uh, it could work. It could be fun. What do you guys think? Feel yep. free to shout it out at us, uh, kicking the bits on Twitter, Kelly and Phoenix on Twitter, or at Sig Podcast. Let us know what you think about international competitions. This game's in Mexico. We're both western side of the country teams. Not going to be a huge deal. Yep. Uh, the Cardinals will be one hour off, and, and it shouldn't. Doesn't As a person who experienced that, it doesn't affect my daytime necessarily. No. It affects my sleep more than anything. <laughs> but Or my waking up. <laughs> what's, the, what's the result? The result of the game? Yeah. Okay, so on Tuesday, I was saying at that time it was a seven and a half point spread, yep. uh, eight on some platforms, and I haven't checked today. Have you looked? No. I haven't either. Maybe I should look. Um, and my thought was that it would be very close. Rebel. The, the Cardinals could overcome the spread by one touchdown, um, and 
if it's seven and a half, obviously there's going to need to be a two point conversion in there somewhere, or just an extra field goal in play. Okay. Um, and I think that the Cardinals have a chance to win despite being down on everything I've read just because some of our bigger weapons are back on the field. What's the final score? Um, let's say the final score will be 14, 15, 16, 17. <laughs> um, let's go like 20. Oh, I'm so bad at math, Doug. Let's do 28 to 17. Cardinals? Cardinals. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm like trying to do math in my head to make it sound legitimate. 28-17. But what do you think? Close. I, I think say, it's going to be closer. I was going to say 27-24. I think it is going to be closer. I want to think about the spread because I really want to bet this game. But even 27-24, I think, is kind of high scoring for the yeah. elements that they're going to be in. That's true you know, because so, neither are used to elevation. High, Yeah, high elevation. Um, I, I'm thinking, you know, somewhere in the range of 21-17, Even in the teens, yeah. low 20s. Yeah. I agree, I agree. I think it's possible that each team only score one touchdown and something you know field it's, goals ensue realistically that's probably what's gonna happen mm -hmm. and then you know we've had this conversation about predictability right right mm -hmm. like did you see that piece on trent williams no uh, someone went through and they watched every snap and he correctly called the game based on trent williams stance oh and it's like those are the things you yeah. have to adjust for right you like, do so and that's the Cardinals have taken notice of that too because of all the heat they took with the route running. Yeah. Um, with DeAndre Hopkins out, Marquise Brown was running DeAndre Hopkins' route with no variation at right. all. Right. Um, so yeah. So how do you you know how do you address the predictability mm -hmm. and then at the same time like are there any other tells that gets picked up early in the game that affects how the game is played? So. It's going to be pretty low scoring. I think so, too. I will confess that I like watching Garoppolo as a quarterback. I have liked him um, before he even went to the 49ers. Mm -hmm. I was so happy to see him get a shot on the 49ers. Yeah. And um, I think he gets a bum rap a lot of times just because fans in general are so fair weather. And I, I'm not going to say I'm not fair weather mm -hmm. at times. I am. I admit that. But the, the need for something new is so strong sometimes. They're, they're, it, and I agree. I mean, 100%, you have fair-weather fans who are diehard, Super Bowl, or bust every single year. They don't realize like what it takes to build a team, what it takes to maintain a team, what it takes to plan and prep for games. And, you know, these coaches, are they come in, and their heads are so well-prepared. This is our game plan. This is what we're going to do. And then game script you know, gets thrown out the window because of an injury or because of a turnover or something like that. And people don't understand that. And and people can be ruthless. Oh, yeah. In comments. Especially like they, on the Internet. They can be ruthless, <laughs> yeah. You know, the keyboard heroes. Um, they can be ruthless. And, and Jimmy has gotten, you know, so much criticism. And I'm one of those guys that's like, in four years, 
He's been to two NFC Championship games and two years he was injured. Like, how, just based on that stat alone, like, you know, you could go deeper into, yeah. you know, mechanics and things like that and decision-making, but the guy's a winner, mm-hmm. right? When he's on the field, he gives you the best chance to, to win. Trey Lance, you know, as athletic and talented as the kid may be, you look at any quarterback mm-hmm. that sits for two to three years as a rookie mm-hmm. and in their first two, three seasons before they take on that that role of full-time starter, they are, in general, more successful. Mm-hmm. And I saw an interesting fact that someone had posted where they take um, – Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Tua, and uh, who's the other kid? Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. right? And they show their records. And Tua and Jalen Hurts have thrived since they became full-time starters in their respective systems. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they didn't start out as starters. Right. They start out on a bench. Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert were starting quarterbacks yep. from day one. Right. So they had that one year of growing pays where they went – you know, four and whatever. Mm-hmm. And and so when you look at it, their stats, you know, records show that these guys are more successful, but the other two have had more starts. They right. had more opportunities to go through those growing pains where, you know, if you sit, you learn the offense more, you learn, you see, you experience what, and then you can better prepare yourself, prepare yourself mm-hmm. for when you do take that starting step. So, so I think it's good for Trey Lance. I mean, Unfortunate that the guy hurt himself and yeah. he's out. You know, you never want to see anybody no. get hurt. But I think it's good for him to, from an experience, to kind of look and observe and watch. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when Jimmy's time's up, Trey can come in. But I think Jimmy has done a tremendous job. Like for I've sure. always, I've always been a big fan of Jimmy. I believe that Jimmy gives us the best opportunity to win the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. especially with the weapons that he has in place. No, you're so right. I mean, and think about the adversities that he's been up against where the fan base doesn't, or I'm going to say the fan base loosely, doesn't yeah. want him. And yeah. he still has to go out there and play. Yeah. And then it's just like we predict, then they love him again yeah. when he's winning. Yeah. And it happens. It's a cycle. Yeah. But you're so right about quarterbacks. I mean, Kyler Murray was kind of shoved in there, too. And yeah. it's been a bumpy ride. He's it, a talented quarterback, but it's been a bumpy ride. He's taken a lot of heat, mm-hmm. it, you know, for you know, for whatever reasons, mm-hmm. you know. And, and it's unfortunate because mm-hmm. at some point for these kids that are like 22, 23 years right. old, like – Imagine, you know, I can only imagine what someone, well, I mean, (laughs) you know, being an online personality, you know, having, having a presence in the internet and, and, you know, reacting to that criticism and the hate that everyone experiences, no matter how much of yourself you put out there, Mm -hmm. but these guys are full on, they're out there every day, they're in their communities and stuff like that. And then they, you know, I'm sure they hear it all, they see it all the criticism and I I just I don't know I I just respect the profession that much more because of that like how they handle it it forces you to mature very quickly I'm sure sure. Um, and they all have these missteps and say the wrong thing at some point but then you learn from it and you move on personally not that I'm some huge internet personality but i have experience where somebody will come at me i've learned to let it roll off and i also have learned to let my community do the policing for me and that's 
Yeah. And it and it works out really well that way. That's cool. And it translates into my job as well and what I teach um, Chase too when we're dealing with customers online mm-hmm. or haters online with branding. It's about, you know, you can't you can't make everyone love you Correct. and all we can do is, you know, either let it go, try to make it better or yeah. block them. <laughs> no, I'm a fan of blocking too, by the way. Um, just to keep the peace. I, I don't need to see garbage every day. Yeah. So. Definitely. Uh, football is great, by the way. Back I love to it. football. I love it and I hate it. <laughs> love it and hate it. I hate it. We have nights that we watch football here in the office. It's always a good time. Um, and I'm kind of bummed because I don't know if we're doing anything Tonight? tonight or not i don't even know actually um but i don't see think we're doing anything tonight it'd be really fun to maybe even just show like a clip of some time when we do do it up one night yeah yeah, yeah. um we have some weeks left but in this office we're sitting right now in a bowling alley you can't really see maybe when we're done talking here in a second i'll give you a sneak peek of our game room because it's pretty sweet it is um, we have a two-lane bowling alley and game room and bar, and downstairs we have beer pong, and um, it's it's fun. Big TVs everywhere, and, and people stay, and we order pizza and we drink. And yeah. It's good for me because I don't have – it's kind of hard for you guys because you have your families to go home to, and I'm just like, someone, please hang out with me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I totally get it, you know, being a commuter – um, I complain about the hour drive that I have, mm-hmm. but, you know, every other week you have an hour <laughs> plane flight. <laughs> it's good time, though. I enjoy it. Yeah. I really love working here, and I love being able to do this during our work day. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, this falls right in line with what I do anyways, which is true. nothing. So, uh, nothing, indeed. <laughs> that is not true. Doug is like an operations master we kind just, of person we just say the doer doer of all things doer of most things <laughs> doer of most things the doer of most things um especially within our gaming community which has been fun so it's not all football around here all the time but yeah we want to we want to expand we want to get into the gaming realm i mean there's a lot of competitive esports athletes mm-hmm. that are out there and and what better way to show off you know, your victory or how good you are with a belt, belt. a trophy, or a plaque, a commemorative plaque. True. So, you know, we're working on breaking into that realm. A sign. A sign, yeah. Yeah, so. it's fun. It's a really fun uh, space. And I know I talk about my job a lot, but it's because I spend a lot of time here. And finding different places to try to record around the office is much different than when I'm in my studio at home. Yeah. But we make it work. Um, yeah, it is. It's good. So we have, um, we have a prediction. We think it's going to be close. You didn't say, so do you think San Francisco is on top despite it being close? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you lose to the Falcons and the Broncos and who else? There was another team in there that we. So you're gonna go with like you've got to have heart. You're gonna come back because you're like disheartened. Second half, yeah, we we got healthy in the second half. We uh, won last week. Um, who did we play? Oh, the Chargers. The Chargers. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. We, we beat the Chargers. Second half, 
rolls around and and first things first is we got to take care of our division. You know, 6 and 0 in the division. Um then we got to, you know, find a couple of wins in places where people don't expect it. Um we we don't have an easy schedule. I mean, we we still got to play the Bucks. We still have to play the Cardinals again. Mm-hmm. We have to play Seattle again. Uh you know, there's a game against a Saints team in there. And normally I wouldn't be concerned with the state that the Saints are in. But like I said, we lost to the Bears, the Falcons, and the Broncos. And those were easy, like, write-offs. Right. Can't write anybody off. So, no, you can't. You're right. You know, there's, you know, we got to make a push. Do we go, let's see, 9-0 and in the backstretch? Probably not, but... First things first is these division games. We got to take care of business with the division games and then try to scrap out a win in other places where it's not expected. Well, just because you're my friend, I'm going to let you have that. But, <laughs> um, and I mentioned this on Tuesday too, a lot of Cardinals fans are saying, oh, now it's a throwaway season. And, and I don't think it's ever a throwaway season if you really love football. If you just want to watch the games week to week, be excited about it. And, and and just have a love for the game. It's mm-hmm. not a throwaway season. It's not, what's the record? Um, we are like four and six. Four and it? six? Yeah. yeah. It's not a throwaway season. I mean... Four and six, yeah. Five and four is first place. Or six and four is first place. You know, that's... So you guys are five, five and four, four second in Seattle the NFC West. Is and six and four. And we're third. Yeah. So it's not a throwaway season. It's still... Yeah. You, you play the 49ers twice... Um, you, you got more division games, I'm sure. Right. Um, division's wide open. It's just, sometimes it's just tough to watch. So I think um, they're on they're, they're on the upswing, and that's always a good thing. So it's going to be an entertaining game. We're going to have to. I got a question. Yes. Okay. So the 49ers and Cardinals have been in the NFC West for a long time mm-hmm. together. Right. Um, growing up, I've never felt towards the Cardinals the same way that I feel about the Rams mm-hmm. and in more recent years, Seattle. Mm-hmm. Like, I absolutely despise those two teams, but I don't hate the Cardinals. But I think with the Cardinals having come up and become a competitor in the NFC West the last, say, 10 years mm-hmm. or so, I feel there's a lot of animosity that Cardinals fans have towards 49ers fans. <laughs> It might be true. I would say um, more so when the Raiders were in Oakland. Okay. There was more of a Raiders hatred. That's such well, a strong everybody, word. Everybody hates the Raiders, though. But I, and then I think just being that you're across the bay, that there's that association. Okay. Northern so California. So I would say yes. And okay. then when Northern California fans come to Cardinal Stadium, yes. it is not the most family-friendly environment. environment. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what happened to my Green, but is that why is that still... why they chose to have the Cardinals home game in Mexico City? Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe you could be onto something there. Um, yeah, but this was a good time, Doug. I really thank enjoyed you for having chatting me. with you. We're gonna have to like talk it out somehow on Tuesday. Yeah. Like hop, yeah. <laughs> we'll hop on a. Maybe we should recap on Tuesday with Doug again. Bring me back. 
send send him the link and bring you back and we'll discuss the game. Yeah. All right, it's a plan. Yeah. All right. So it's going to be 10:30 your time. Um we will record this little thing and see what happens. Awesome. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to turn you. the camera around, show you guys a little bit of where we're at because it's kind of fun and I think you might like it. This is our bowling alley. Isn't that rad? It's so much fun in here. And then over here, Can you... there's Doug. We have, um, this is our little bar. It's really dark in there though. You wanna go on a tour? So then in there, it's kind of dark, but we have games and there's a ball. <laughs> there we go. There is our little game room. It's got the bar, it's got the foosball table, and way back there are like pinball games and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's a, I hope I didn't make anybody ill in that tour. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, every week I love bringing this to you and I hope that you will reach out to us on Twitter. At Kicking the Bits, you can reach Doug. At Kelly and Phoenix, you can reach me. At Sick Pod Kelly, you can reach the pod. And as always, stay safe, have an amazing day. See you soon. Bye. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Kelly Singh on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.